What's up, everyone? Kevin Allen here, aka The Geek from DFS Army. And this is your DraftKings NFL Week 14 first look lineup. And that's right, we are in Week 14. Last week before your fantasy playoffs begin. So good luck to everybody there. Hopefully, you are kicking ass and taking names in the fantasy playoffs. And what we're going to do here today is we're going to take a look at DraftKings as usual. And this will be our first look. So we're just going to go through the positions, see who's popping. We'll take a look at the games, matchups, see if there's any value. And um, just kind of run through the whole thing early week, uh, get a sense of what we're going to be doing. So first thing I like to do when the when we do these breakdowns, just take a look at the game tiles available on the DFS Army Domination Station Optimizer, where we could break down you know game totals and team totals and all that stuff. And as you can see, this is a weird one, right? Once again, we've got a lot of low total games. We've got three games with totals really above 40 and a half. And the rest of them are, again, really low, including a 33 and a 31-pointer. Oh, my goodness. What a turdly week. Um, obviously, injuries galore at the wide, at the QB position this season in general have really just caused these games to get some crazy low total. So we're going to see if we can get this figured out. And um, we'll just go through it a little bit here. So we got the Bucks at the Falcons. Um, you know, Mike Evans coming off the big week last week. Out of nowhere, pretty much. Falcons side didn't do much against the Jets last week. Um, you know, Rashad White back in play, probably. Maybe Evans here. Not too much to like on the Falcons side. I might be interested in Drake London in a game against a Tampa defense that can stop the run. So we'll think about that. I think Drake London's price is diminished. Um, next up, we've got the Rams at the Ravens. And uh, this one's got a low 40-point total, 40 and a half. Uh, Ravens have a decent 23 and three-quarter point team total, which is interesting. So Lamar um, is not really a running back on that team that I'm too excited about. You know, Ravens' defense has been so good. It's really hard to like anybody on the Rams side. So I'm probably not going to do too much in this game. Maybe Zay Flowers, maybe the tight end for, for the Ravens, but not super exciting. Um, here's a game that I think the total seems a little low. Um, Lions at the Bears. Oh, my. 40 and a half point total. Um, Bears coming back off of the bye. You know, Fields is healthy. DJ Moore is healthy on this one. I don't really get why I shouldn't be interested in um, that in this game going to the over. Uh, you know, Bears defense is decent against the run. You could throw against them. So I'll have some interest in this game, I think. Um, another one here, Colts at the Bengals. Bengals, um, oh, Browning looked pretty good. Pretty good on Monday night. So Bengals playing some decent ball. Um, I think Joe Mixon is going to be in the mix for this one. He was not priced based on, you know, all the targets he got on Monday night. He was priced before that, so we'll get a bargain on him. And we can probably go right back to Zach Moss here, even though it didn't work. Michael Pittman, both of those spots on the Colts are going to be of interest. Again, we can't ignore 40 and a half point totals in a week where... Most of the games are that or lower. Speaking of lower, Jaguars at the Browns, only defenses in play here. That's it. Just the defenses. Nothing to really like. I would say on the Browns side, maybe Elijah Moore with uh, Amari Cooper concussed. He got a concussion. And then uh, e Elijah Moore got like 17 targets last week or something crazy. Didn't score, but got all those targets. So I don't know how many it was. We'll see when we do the breakdown, but it was a lot. Jaguar side, no interest at all. Um, Saints-Panthers, you know, Chuba Hubbard last week, kind of interesting. Saints side, uh, you know, I think all of some of those injuries um, that they have going on to the wide receiver group, 
you know, Olave comes back. He does really well last week. And, um, you know, Taysom Hill in the game quite a bit. So the Saints team's really interesting, but not something I'm excited about. Um, Texans at the Jets. This is a game to avoid. Love the Texans. Love the fact that Collins, um, you know, has got it solo. Tank Dell done for the season. But I don't think this is the spot going up against Sauce Gardner for Nico Collins. So I'm probably avoiding this game in general. 33-point total is just not something you want to fuck with. Don't fuck with that. Texans defense might be interesting there. Um, Vikings at the Raiders. Maybe Josh Jacobs. Might be some spots here of interest. Still a low total. Um, getting to the better game section here. And, of course, we're going to get our best one in a second. But, um, you know, San Francisco at home taking on Seattle. Seattle always plays San Francisco tough. San Francisco coming off like an epic win. They're going to need an exhale. So um, I don't know what that means. I normally don't like to play players from Seattle, but maybe Seattle can do something here, I guess. Um, San Francisco side, they usually have a couple of smash players. Probably going to be Christian McCaffrey in this matchup, but you never know. Um, last week, Debo Samuel got all those touchdowns, but you'll see he did the, he, he, his big score came off of touchdowns, not off of any sort of volume spike or anything. Just worked out well for Debo. Game of the week. Here we go. Uh oh. Boner alert. Bills. Chiefs. 47 and a half point total. Two great teams that play great together. I mean, obviously, this game could go a lot of different ways. Um, both of these, uh, the Chiefs have sort of been just having low scoring games lately. They haven't had problems on offense. Um, the Bills are really good. So, I love the Bills. Josh Allen will be like the guy this week, I think, um, across the board. And that'll be who we probably are building our lineup around today. So um, Josh Allen, awesome. Finally, we've got the Broncos at the Chargers. And again, you know, all the pieces that are interesting on the Chargers, it's usually Keenan Allen, um, Austin Eckler, and those guys. So 43 and a half point total. Again, second or third best on the slate. Crazy as that sounds, but let's jump over to DraftKings. Let's pump up the screen size here and go position by position and kind of talk through these groups. So, of course, Allen and Mahomes, the best game of the week, top two guys. I'm going to click on Josh Allen for the purpose of this lineup um, build, but again, this is a first look. So we're going to play the very obvious plays in a, in, a, in a breakdown like this, and I think, to me, Josh Allen is the most obvious play. Uh, I'm going to think through if there's anybody else that I'm interested in and why. So, of course, Mahomes, sure. The other side of that game, Mahomes has not been getting it done. Um, he's averaging 20.3 fantasy points per game compared to Josh Allen at 26. That is a relevant number at this point in the season. Um, Mahomes just not really getting it done here. I even had um, people ask me if they should bench Mahomes for, you know, mediocre QBs this week, you know, to try to get into the playoffs. So don't do that. But... 14, 20, 17, 17, 9, 6, 17, 9, 37, 21, 19, 15, 25, 25, 20. It's been a down year. There's no other way to look at it. It has been a mediocre down year for Mahomes. Um, the Chiefs have figured it out in terms of rushing more, using Pacheco more and all of that to make up for it. But... Um, he misses Tyreek Hill. There's no doubt about it. And Kelsey really busy dealing with um, T-Swizz and all her drama. 
So, you know, he can't quite, uh, he can't quite be the player maybe that he, he, he always was. I don't know. Blame, blame T-Swizz. CJ Stroud, tough matchup. Lamar Jackson, you know, another guy. He'll pop off every once in a while, but do I have confidence in Lamar to put up a big number? No. Here, I mean, one, two, three of them on the season. He's hitting at about a 25% rate. It's really important to understand, like, the way DFS works, especially fantasy football DFS, it's just like 25% of the time they hit a ceiling game. The other 75, they don't. We try to judge the matchups to see if, like, all right, can I increase the likelihood that that ceiling game happens today to 35% or something like that? But that's about as good as you can do. And, you know, Lamar, he'll hit a ceiling every once in a while. Is this going to be that time? I don't know. Doesn't really stand out to me. Stroud against the Jets? No. Herbert? Maybe. Probably not. Am I really going to play Herbert when Josh Allen is that close in price? Right now, I'm leaning no. But I could change my mind. Denver defense isn't the best. But Denver plays a slow brand of offense. So we'll see. Um, Justin Fields. Yeah, I have a little interest in Justin Fields. He does it with his legs. On occasion, he is averaging as many fantasy points as Lamar or Pat Mahomes for a solid thousand less. He, um, so I don't mind that. T-Law going to be out. Um, Purdy. Purdy was our guy last week. Purdy and, uh, you know, I played almost all in on Allen and Purdy. Purdy got it done. Could he get it done again here? I don't think so. I think it's going to be a Christian McCaffrey game, but Purdy's always in the mix. Jared Goff playable at 6,400. Stafford, no. Dobbs, no. Dobbs, the price hike. I guess you could play him. It's a good matchup for him, but I don't like the price hike because his ceiling games, and he'll get there at 25, 26. He'll need to get there, 6, 12, 8, and 24. So, you know, I'll have some interest in Dobbs. The return of Justin Jefferson likely going to happen. He does run. And the big thing with Dobbs is anytime you have a QB that can run for some yardage, you know, you have a shot at that 25 point game if he does anything with his arm. So, yeah, I'll have a little bit of Dobbs. Yeah, I think so. Um, Russell Wilson, the flip side of this game. You know, one of the crazy things last week, and I don't know what the ownership wound up, but going into the slate, Russell Wilson was projecting as the highest owned QB above Brock Purdy. And here on the channel, if you watched it, if you watched Tournament Tactics or any of that, we said, what kind of dumb shit is this? This guy never scores more than 20 points. For Russ Wilson to be the chalk this week is just free money for us um, on the rake, which it was. I don't know who thought this was a good play, but don't listen to that person. That was a terrible call. And Russell Wilson's going to do the same shit this week. Um, it's a great matchup. It doesn't get any better. There is some blow-up potential here. But, you know, if, if, if that turns into chalk Wilson, I'm out. Can only play that at super low ownership. So be careful. Gino, no, G, no. Against San Francisco, I'm not into it. Derek Carr, no. Minshew, no. Um, again, Minshew is almost never going to be somebody that you want to get too invested in. I don't, I don't hate him here, like I said again, but as a GPP sort of only um type of situation in the Millie Maker, silly for the Millie stuff, not anything else. These are all just silly for the Millie plays. You don't really want to play Baker, um, Browning, you know, silly for the Millie stuff. Nothing here of interest. All right. Let's talk running backs. 
for NFL Week 14. And remember, if you enjoy this content, you like what we're doing here on the DFS Army YouTube channel, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, let us know that you're out there. And who's your preferred QB? Well, as of right now, for NFL Week 14. Are you on board with the Josh Allen? You want to get a little different, a little crazy? Let me know in the comments section below. All right, let's talk running backs. And of course, Christian McCaffrey, amazing spot uh, at Seattle. Certainly would like to squeeze him in that lineup. There's no Tyreek Hill that we have to force in core play like last week on this slate, so we can do that. Kamara also coming off a pretty big week, I think. Um, yeah, 30-pointer. Had a great get, 8, 16, 24, 32. Still didn't make value last week. And that's probably the problem with Kamara priced up here. Even a great game isn't quite worth it. Um, Eckler coming down in price. Where, where are the big games from Eckler? Where are they? 4.7 points last week. I mean, could it get any worse? So I don't trust Eckler at all. At some point, he's going to have a good game, but I don't trust him at all. Kyron Williams. Oh, my goodness, the volume. But again... The matchup, another terrible matchup, but the volume is spectacular. He's getting 90-plus percent of the running back opportunities. Um, it's only going to lead to good things. Now, ETN is a no at Cleveland. Um, Josh Jacobs is playable, though, uh, in a home spot against the Vikings. Jacobs, pretty good week last week. Four targets, four receptions, 25 fantasy points, 110 yards, got the bonus. So Jacobs doing it, tons of volume there. I like that, you know, he's catching passes here, at least this week. That hasn't always been the case with these AOC starts, so was encouraging last week. Not sure it'll continue, but he is definitely in my mix. Rashad White's going to be in the mix as well. Atlanta's been really good versus the run, but, you know, Rashad White's been getting it done. I don't think, again, just like I said last week, I don't really think he has, like, a huge ceiling, but he's got a solid yeoman-like floor. I think we get it started with Isaiah Pacheco, get a little bring back going on this um, Josh Allen at the QB situation. Um, Pacheco, four targets, three receptions, 18 carries last week. The Bills are good against the run. Don't get me wrong. But the Chiefs just have to run the football. They, they, they're they not getting it done exclusively via the pass. This is a game with a high total. I think that this is a game we want to target a lot of players from. So I don't care. Give me some Pacheco. Um, for the possibility, 6,700 though is very expensive for him. Maybe we'll find somebody cheaper here as we as we search, but that one popped for me a little bit. Um, okay, so Jameer Gibbs probably a no, not super exciting play for me anyway. Um, you know when when the lines are favored, they tend to go to Montgomery with more carries and more touches. So I think again, just not enough volume here for Gibbs or Montgomery to get it done. Bijan. Um, not the best matchup against Tampa. So I think he's playable, but I'm not sure we're going to get that big spike game out of him here. Um, Montgomery, no Walker, no hall, probably not. I think maybe hall could be hall will stay in my mix. I think the jets are going to go to, I don't know, Zach Wilson this week or someone else who the hell knows who's going to be quarterback. So it's tough. They're not in scoring position. The, the total's really small. It's not a guy I'm excited about, but I'll keep him in the mix. But the next, the next guy I'm going to go to it. As gross as this is, I actually, I don't, I don't, yeah, I think I got to click the button on him. Joe Mixon got another 19 carries, um, seven targets, decent last week. So he's going to be in the player mix. They didn't price him up after last week's game. Um, there are more running backs I want to talk about, but I think Mixon has to be in the mix this week. It's gross. I hate it, but can't deny that the guy's getting work. And, and again, teams, one of the things I talk about all the time, 
teams with a backup QB in, they tend to be more run heavy around the goal line because they don't trust the backup to throw for a touchdown in the red zone. So you get extra carries for these guys around the goal line. The team will force feed it to the running back to try to get that score. Um, similarly, I mean, Jared Cook, by the way, I'll mention uh, James Cook. He playable. It's fine. Lots of targets there. Like this game environment for him. So he's in the mix. Zach Moss. So Zach Moss, last week's chalk. What happened? Nothing bad. Got 19 carries. Got three targets. Got a bunch of goal line carries. He just didn't convert. Didn't get it done. Just because it didn't get done last week doesn't mean he's not going to get it done this week. The exact same situation. Full touches running back. Not sharing with anybody. Going right back to Zach Moss here this week. I'll even put him in this lineup. But wait, there's more. Javante Williams is playable. That's right. Also didn't get it done last week. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Go right back to it. Guy's getting, um, you know, he's getting targets. He's getting carries. He's getting volume. It was um, a tough game, but got to go right back to it. The volume's there. The targets are there. Eventually, the production will come. It's crazy. It's been all year, but couldn't ask for a better matchup than the Chargers. Hubbard had the big week. Bobby Wow call. Bobby Wow. If you watch Tournament Tactics, Bobby Wow gave you the slate winner. All you had to do was listen. You didn't listen. I didn't listen. No one listened. But if you would listened, you would have been smashing last week. So 25-pointer for Chuba. 25 carries. No targets. No targets. Could see more of the same. Uh, they will have to keep it close. Saints aren't that good versus the run, so Chuba Harvard stays in the mix. But not somebody I'm excited to play, but he stays in the mix. Madison, um, really been splitting at this point with Ty Chandler. I'm not in love with that play at all. Herbert Pierce, no, no. I, Mitchell, no, no, no. So nothing really going on down here that we have to concern ourselves with. Yeah, maybe Kareem Hunt. I'm going to say no to that. So that about does it for the running back position. Moss, Mixon, Pacheco, they're all popping for me uh, right now. James Cook is playable. You know, Javante in the cheaper zone. And then if we scroll up a little bit, Jacobs, maybe, uh, and certainly Christian McCaffrey, if we can afford him. If I throw Christian McCaffrey in this lineup, we're just not going to be able to put any other players in there. So um, being that it's early in the week and, the value presents itself a little later in the week. We'll, we'll hold off on that. But I love, of course, Christian McCaffrey as well. Okay, where was I? I had Moss in there. Let's put them back in there. So real quick, before we move on to wide receiver and tight end, I want to take a quick look at the defenses this week and see if we can determine our cheapest viable defense. And the first name that my eyes are going to is this one right here, the Browns. 3K, listen, they're not the cheapest, but CJ Beathard is going to be the quarterback for Jacksonville, and they're going to be on the road at the Brown. It's too good of a spot to pass up. Now, we don't know who the Jets quarterback will be. If it's like some other shitty guy, maybe we want to shift focus to that game. But for now, the Browns, 3K, um, smash spot, easy, easy button click. It's not like we're saving that much going down to these other defenses. Certainly Bills and Chiefs, I could see one of these teams and one of these two in tournaments actually going off because that's how the season has gone for the Bills and the Chiefs, like their interceptions and just surprising things. Um, 
Jets are always playable 2,900, but, but I really think that unless Houston is cheap, yeah, no, and they're not, that the play here is Browns. They have not adjusted for the fact that the quarterback got hurt there. So that's an easy button click, and it lets us know we have 5K left. So let's jump over to tight end again before we go to the wide receiver position. In my perfect world, I'd love to play Kelsey. In this spot, I think Kelsey is the perfect guy to attack um, Bill's defense with, the tight end. He should smash in the spot. I haven't researched like Kelsey's returns against the Bills in past games, but I would imagine it's been really, really good. So we'll research that over the course of the week. But the, the lineup doesn't really work with Kelsey in there. It's going to have to punt everything else, and I don't really want to do that unless I have to. But Kelsey, of course, very interesting. Hawkinson playable. Um, Kincaid with with uh, Josh Allen is okay. Taysom Hill's probably all right. Evan Ingram coming off that big game. I'm not going back there. Um, Cole Komet I like here at 4,300. He's done really well whenever Justin Fields has been the QB, so I don't mind a little bit of Cole Komet. Njoku fine. Isaiah Likely might be playable here at this price. Let's see, six targets, four receptions last week. You know, he's just getting more comfortable there with no Andrews. So I don't mind Isaiah Likely. I'll have some Kate Hunt and, and, and some Brevin Jordan in my in my mix as well. So um, in the initial build here, let's see if we can get it done. I was going to put Kincaid in here as a as a pairing with Josh Allen. Yeah, six targets, five receptions. I think that's okay. Um, there's no Trey McBride on this slate, unfortunately. But for this build, I actually want to go down in price. So I'm going to plug in 3K Tyler Conk. Eh, I can't. No, fuck the Jets, right? I was going to just find a cheap guy and just plug him in. Let's go with likely. Let's go with likely. $3,500 likely. I think it's fine play. Tight end. It's not tied to this game. Where if I want to tie into this game, I got to use Kelsey or or Kincaid, which is fine, but I'm not going to. So let's run through the wide receiver position for week 14 and finish this out. All right. Starting at the top, of course, we have Stefan Diggs. Good play. He hasn't getting it done. He hasn't been getting it done recently. 11 targets last week, only 19 fantasy points, 9, 18, 20, 36. He needs 36 fantasy points to make value against the salary, ideally higher than that. I don't think he's a must play. I think he's a good play, but he will only hit that number once every five or six games at best. So we're really, we really only have, and this is an important thing to understand about DFS. We probably only have like a 15% chance or 20% chance at most of Stefan Diggs being the nuts play this week. I'm just going to hit that ceiling every once in a while regardless of who we're using Josh Allen at QB or not. Just keep it in mind. Keenan Allen, definitely going to get a lot of targets, gets a lot of targets most weeks. As long as Denver's scoring, they're going to have to answer. I think Denver will be able to score in this game. So, I, I, yeah, I like Keenan Allen. He's in a good spot. Justin Jefferson returning from injury. Um, he should be fully healthy. I don't really trust Dobbs to support an $8,500 wide receiver, but I'm playing him in season long. So there's that. Amin Ra, I like Amin Ra in this spot against Chicago. Um, wow, tough game last week. Didn't need him. Didn't need him. Didn't do anything. But 
you know, Aminra can't be held down for too long. He'll need 32 points to make value. I think you can get it done. Um, Mike Evans, big week last week. Can he do it again? Um, probably not. But in the mix, Jamar Chase had another smash week. Not another, but had a smash week. 12 targets. I think that's actually doable again for Jamar Chase. I like the price point here. Um, Browning looks like he's competent enough to feed a player like Chase. Just one. but So I don't mind Chase. He'll be in my mix. Um, Nico Collins is a no for me this week. I, I don't like um, players against the Jets with that horrible total. Devontae Adams has not really gotten it done with AOC at the helm. As you can see, his best game is about 20 fantasy points. He needs he needs about 30 to make value against the salary. It is a great matchup against Minnesota, but um, I'm not sure that... Yeah, I don't mind. He'll be in the mix, but it's not something I'm crazy about. Cup, probably not. Pittman, yes. I'm interested in Pittman. Debo gets the price hike to 6,800. Don't like that. Brandon Ayuk... Um, gets a little bit of a price reduction. The problem with these San Francisco wide receivers, they have to be hyper-efficient to get it done. Like, even if you look at Ayuk's games where he gets it done, it's on seven or eight targets. Like, take a look. You know, six targets, 29 fantasy points. You know, nine targets, only 18 fantasy points. He's got to be hyper. Six targets, 23. Eight targets, 35. He's got to be hyper-efficient. He never goes, almost never gets double-digit targets in a game. And that's dangerous at 7K. What was he last week? 7,200. So just something to keep in, keep in mind. Similar, similar with Debo Samuel. He had the big week last week. Oh, Debo's the man. But really, it was four targets, three rushing attempts. It was all efficiency. So my confidence in Debo being able to do it again is not that high. Not say he won't, but it's tournament only. Like The floor is very low for these guys. You know, DJ Moore is somebody I'm interested in. No, no, nothing for Ridley. And probably not chasing the Metcalf big game. Nothing. I'm feeling terrible. Carlton Sutton is priced absurdly at 6,100. Um, again, matchup is great, but man, that price is ridiculous. Uh, T Higgins, probably not enough to get it done. Cooper coming off of a concussion. Not sure he plays. Don't like him even if he did. And then we get to Gabriel Davis. Now, it was Gabriel Davis um, last uh, two weeks ago. Was it last week? I can't remember anymore. Last week. And we went we went all in on. We went heavy on, not all in. We went heavy on Gabe Davis um, in our Josh Allen stacks. And it really paid off. And I think we go right back to him. I think it's one of Davis. I think one of Davis or Diggs or Kincaid is going to have a big game. And why not take a shot on Davis? Don't need him, but I don't mind it. We'll talk about another. There's another wide receiver on this team that I'm interested in as well, but Gabriel Davis looks pretty good. Say Flowers is really interesting at 5,700. That team has a nice total. I don't mind it. And throw State Flowers in there and, and kind of finish it out with something like um, one of these guys. Here, I want to see how cheap of a final spot we can plug in here and then see what kind of a stud. Like, I'd really like to get to Pittman, but that takes us down to 3,400 on the last spot, and I'm not sure that there's any player this week that cheap that's really worth rostering or talking about. So we'll see about that. But let's take a look here. So, of course, yes, I like Zay Flowers. 
great spot. Big game uh, two weeks ago. Uh, eight targets, 23 fantasy points. So great. Garrett Wilson, if the Jets switch it up and go back to, as crazy as it sounds, and go back to Zach Wilson, I think Garrett Wilson's probably in line for another 12 to 14 targets. And that should be enough to get it done at this reduced salary level. So I do like Garrett Wilson. I don't know who the Jets QB is going to be, but I do like Garrett Wilson. I'm, I'm probably not, I'm going to keep looking, but I do like him. Rishi Rice. You know what? Of all the possibilities, Rice, 10 targets two weeks ago, nine targets last week. This is a good team. This is a team I want to target. So I'm plugging Rice in here. And wait, I've got another thought for this last spot, but let's just make our way down to this player. I'm Noah Brown. Fine. Downs is fine. I prefer Pittman, but Downs is fine. Judy, it's pretty meh. Drake London playable against Tampa. That is a good spot to target wide receivers. So I will have a lot of exposure to Drake London this week. Check out all the targets for Elijah Moore. Didn't do much with him, but 12 targets, four receptions. He's staying in my mix as well with all those targets. Jackson Smith and Jigba is in play. He had a bunch of targets last week as well. 11 targets, 13 fantasy points. So I'm keeping him in my mix, even against San Francisco. Like I said, Seattle always plays them really well. I don't mind plugging JSN here. But the name I'm going to plug in is Kayshak, Khalil Shakir. Why? Because he's tied to Josh Allen, big play guy. Um, so I don't mind plugging in Khalil Shakir. Again, in the Josh Allen connection, not necessary, but I don't mind it. It's, it's a little double little double um, wide receiver action or, or double pass catcher action between him and Gabriel Davis. We can also switch Davis for Shakir and really we can go this way. I don't think this is enough um, correlation power, but that'll get us to, oh, I thought we'd get to Pittman. Didn't quite get us there. We'll have to drop down the tight end to make it work, but that could have gotten us almost to Pittman. Who does it get us to? Olave. Okay. Ayuk. Debo. Not that great. I think a really good way to go this week is to go Flowers and then something like... Um, I was going to try to get... No, that didn't work. Let's go back to it. We've got Rishi Rice. we got Gabe Davis. And then at 5,300... Maybe Drake London. Let me continue down this list here and just make sure I didn't get through. Kayshak, um, no Zay Jones, no Tutu Atwell. Jennings is no good. Watson, maybe. Jameson Williams, no. Mingo, did he get some targets? Yeah. I don't mind Mingo. So some value plays down here. Um, Mingo had the big week last week, 10 targets, no Marvin Mims. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. So, I mean, that, that's the extent of the value plays, uh, that, that are popping here. I think, um, I think, I think Mingo is acceptable value, nothing great, but acceptable. And if we plugged in K-Shack to this lineup, what it does allow us to do is upgrade somewhere else so I can upgrade 
Um, so I got my Allen with two. I can upgrade off of this tight end maybe and get to a better one of 1400 to spend and get to Cole Komet or David Njoku, or we can go a different way and try to upgrade one of these running back positions to somebody a little bit better. So um, a lot of flexibility in the first look this week. Um, for me, my takeaway, my takeaway is, of course, we got this great game to build around Bills, Chiefs, but there's some other interesting spots uh, to play players from. Are we going to use Diggs? Are we going to use some of those other pass catchers, Dalton Kincaid? So a lot of decisions to be made this week. It should be a lot of fun. I'll be back to break it all down. Who are your favorite running backs this week? Who are you going with um, at the RB position? What about stud wide receivers? Let us know in the comments section below. Good luck this week. We'll see you at the top of the